0: Good evening, it is I, the Corpus Christi Joker, and this is J-Waves. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. I would like to go over what happened on WWE Raw last night on USA Network. It was quite an amazing show to watch after a lukewarm pay-per-view that I really wasn't a friend of. It was called Extreme Rules, and yet nothing extreme happened except for an accident when Becky Lynch got hit on top of the head with a chair and, you know, that was the only thing that happened that was extreme. Other than that, there was no extreme anything. Um, it was unbelievable to watch. I, I just, I, I wish there was something that was going to happen that would change uh, the whole entire brand. It is just going so terribly wrong. So, that being said, I do want to go over the one highlight of Monday Night Raw that I do want to mention that was absolutely cool, but I'm afraid it's going to happen in the... The same way that all the things that are happening in Monday Night Raw, and I will get into that here in a minute, but when, uh, when Bray Wyatt came back and uh, attacked Finn Balor, that was spectacular. It was so cool to see him in his new look and and whatever he's trying to do from the Firefly Funhouse and things like that, so seeing him in that cool mask and this cool contacts and hitting him with a Sister Abigail, and I guess he's going now by the name The Fiend or A Fiend or something like that, The Fiend... F-I-E-N-D. um, So I thought that was really, really cool. Way to go on that. Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt. That was quite the moment, and probably one they will play over and over again because it was cool. And that was the only time they got a really huge pop from the audience. The audience otherwise was completely dead the whole entire show. Even yelling, this is boring during the Alexa Blitz match, which I think is a sin, really, but... I mean, it really was a boring match. It was it lasted too long. I think it lasted like three or four commercial breaks. I do need to watch that over and count them, but it was definitely noticeable in how long the match was dragging on, only to have an Italia win and then have her go face to face against an injured Becky Lynch, which I'm not sure if that makes her brave or not, but if you're gonna have her go face to face it should at least have some kind of a fisticuffs. Otherwise it was just like meh. And that's pretty much the way the whole Monday Night Raw was set up in, or to sum it up in one word would be, meh. And um, the one thing that I really want to get over or talk about is one of my favorite wrestlers um, who I think the show should be completely behind, and I think he's the only person in Monday Night Raw and WWE that can even hold a candle to putting up a great fight against Brock Lesnar, and I'm not sure if they're saving him for something or what, but Drew McIntyre. I am so disappointed on the treatment of Drew McIntyre. They should have let him have a moment against The Undertaker because he is the next big man that's believable. But not only did they lose to The Undertaker, him and Shane McMahon lost to Roman Reigns and Undertaker in Extreme Rules. Um, last night they had Drew McIntyre lose to Cedric Alexander. Now, nothing against Cedric Alexander. I think he did fantastic in 205 Live and all that jazz, but... To have him beat Drew McIntyre, even as a fluke, even as a, you know, he was countering the Alabama Slam and got the quick one, two, three, um, I just think that's so cheesy. That is such a slap in the face to Drew McIntyre. And I think, really, in all honesty, he should have been in the 10 man over the top battle royal to get the new number one contender. And he literally should have won. Easily, hands down, more so than seeing another rematch with Seth Rollins, who's going to lose. There's no way he's going to win. And this is just, uh, again, after watching, and I hate to do this, but it's the only thing I have to compare it to. But after watching the AEW um, pay-per-view, the free, I shouldn't even say pay-per-view, the free viewing of their um, free (laughs) pay-per-view. They don't, they don't. WWE can't even hold a candle to that. It is such amazing wrestling. It is such amazing storytelling. And these are with people that we don't even know. I've been with WWE my whole entire life. I know all the stories and the storylines. And they still mess it up. AEW's coming in with guys that we kind of know who they are. But, man, their matches tell such a story. And the fans are so invested. If you watch just one showing of AEW on YouTube, just type in AEW Wrestling... And watch the fan interaction with the matches that they're having with pretty much practically unknown underground wrestlers. It just makes WWE look so stupid. It really does. And I hate that because I want them both to succeed. But I also want WWE to see this competition and raise the bar. I want them to say, okay, I see what's working for them. We have the talent. Now let's, you know, let's put up a fight. And and having Drew McIntyre lose like this is just such a... Oh my god, I couldn't believe it. I was so sick. I was like, really? And then he's not even in the 10-man battle royal. And then Braun Strowman's in the... And that's who we really want to see. Him and Brock Lesnar go at it, for real. Enough of the losing quick and all that stuff. Like, let him have a legitimate moment. And it happens every time. They have a big man in WWE. They have a, a, a dominant force. And he just turns into nothing. Uh, I can't even remember the guy's name who was who came in, he beat up Kurt Angle and then they had him fighting the Lucha House Party like every every week. It was 3 on 1 and like, "Oh my god, he's a monster. He's unbelievable. He's but he's fighting the Lucha House Party." Like if you want to make a statement and if you want to save face, Paul Heyman, and I know you know this because you've done it before. Get, let's have some legitimate big men. Let's have some legitimate people that are winning. Give Drew McIntyre the the matches he deserves, the wins he deserves. I mean, come on, to lose to Cedric Alexander. Oh, my God. And why would they have him lose? To, they should have made Dolph Ziggler fight Cedric and have him lose because he's already on a losing streak. You know, give it to somebody else. Don't make it to be a David and Goliath fight. And, oh, my God, the smaller guy wins by a fluke. Wow, he's unbelievable. Now he's going to be number one contender. No, he's not. He's not and he should never fight Drew McIntyre again in the history of wrestling ever. He should stick to his little weight class or people that match up with him. I wouldn't mind seeing Cedric and Finn Balor go at it. I wouldn't mind seeing Cedric and C- and um Cesaro go at it. But not Drew McIntyre. And if if by chance they ever do go at it, you got to give Drew McIntyre the win. There's just I know it's all scripted and it just it just bothers me that this is the writing that we're getting. <sighs> yeah. And I just wanted to vent just a bit because it just just bothers me so much. You know, and the other thing that that happens is they keep having the Viking Raiders, who is an awesome tag team. Awesome. They did fantastic in NXT. They have them come in and fight two nobodies that we don't even know. And it's pretty much just a butchering. The match is like 10 seconds long. And, again, that's not showing the quality of the Viking Raiders. Have them fight the Usos and have them beat the Usos. Like, have them fight somebody legitimate. But again, I already know what's going to happen. The Viking Raiders going to be... They're the most dominant tag team. Then they're going to fight the Usos and lose to... Some kind of a stupid maneuver that beats no one ever. And I'm just like, come on. The Revival... You know, the have Viking Raiders fight the Revival. Those would be some epic classic matches. But what they're doing right now is just... It's missing the mark. It really has nothing... To do with anything and I'm so afraid that um what's gonna end up happening is the fiend, Bray Wyatt, you know, looks amazing, is gonna be really cool, all of a sudden he's gonna be fighting the Lucha House Party, and he's gonna get pinned by a, a sweet nobody that has nothing to do with anything, and it's just gonna be Again, a terrible waste of a character. I mean, they did this with with Sheamus in the beginning. They've done it with Braun Strowman. They did it with the Big Show. It's just a constant rigmarole of the same thing over and over again. The only person they haven't done it to, well, they did a little bit, but then once he took control of his own career, they stopped doing it, was Brock Lesnar. Uh, I remember in the beginning he was losing to, you know, ridiculous things, and it was like it wasn't even an even match or a good match. And I think that's what what's missing. You know, I, I might have just figured it out right now thinking about it. In AEW, you know, we really don't know who's going to win. And it's such an even match. Even if the guy is smaller than the other guy, the smaller guy does big things in order to make it even. Where it second guesses the fans are saying, man, we well, he might win. He actually is doing some pretty cool stuff. Ray Mysterio used to do that. Does not do that anymore. But... If you have a small guy versus a big guy, the small guy has to do a lot in order for it to become believable that he even has a chance against this big dude, which AEW does. Um, Yeah, that's what's missing. They're missing the even battle. And maybe that's a stab against small guys, but it's the truth. Um, If you're going to have a Drew McIntyre fighting a Cedric Alexander... And Cedric better pull out all the stops and make it to where it would be an even fight, or at least believable for us, the fans, to see it and go, wow, he actually might have a chance because he's doing really, really well. Not a fluke win against somebody we know that would decimate him, especially based on the talent that we've seen him wrestle in the last matches. Drew McIntyre has gone toe-to-toe and defeated Roman Reigns. Cedric is not anywhere near Roman Reigns. So it's like it offsets completely. He just went toe-to-toe with the taker. And now he loses as a fluke to Cedric. I mean, the writing doesn't make sense. It needs to start making sense. And they need to start letting the guys that they want to be the forefront of this new era, quotation marks, to let them be the forefront of the era. You know, you give Brock the title. Okay, give him the title. That's fine. But then have him defend it on Monday Night Raw. Have him defend it against anybody. Have him go to the ring and go, it's my time. I want to prove that I am the champion that I said I am. I didn't come back just to be a paper champion. This time I came around and I'm going to have an open challenge every month. He can show up once a month and have an open challenge to whoever he wants. Have the guy come in the ring have a fantastic match tooth and nail going at it 20 minute match if anything maybe he doesn't lose and we know he's not gonna lose unless he loses it on the pay-per-view that's fine but at least it was a good match and at least we could see him with the title defending against first come first serve anybody at all i'd love to see him and uh kevin owens go at it or anybody on the roster actually just to see him wrestle on monday night Raw would be unbelievable but until they get that right, I really am worried about the future of WWE. and I'm just i I'm a lifelong fan, and I love watching Monday Night Raw. It's like a, I've been doing it for so long with all my buddies. Everybody comes over, we've been doing it for so long. And when you get a, a, a Monday Night Raw like we had last night, with the crowd not even cheering at the pay-per-view and or at the event it really is heartbreaking and i really do wish that a change would happen. i know they're going to do the Raw reunion next weekend and i'm going to do a live stream during the show, um, probably on either youtube or on my facebook, Corpus Christi Joker facebook. i'm looking forward to that and like i said i look forward to every monday night raw and i just want monday night raw to stay on top or at least put up a fight against this new AEW who's killing it. If you're not if you're not watching the AEW brand, Right now, uh, on, uh, on Bleacher Report and soon to be on TNT, but you're really missing out on some amazing wrestling and some amazing storylines that they're writing right now. I mean, just the Kenny Omega fight against SEMA was unbelievable. The Young Bucks versus the Rhodes, unreal. The Lucha Brothers versus SoCal blew my mind. It's like it reminds you of what wrestling was supposed to be like, what's it, what it's supposed to feel like. Man, like that, just, you watch any, I would say this, this is my challenge, watch any one AEW fight, even the women's match, they're, sometimes those are better than some of the men's matches, watch any match in AEW, free, on YouTube, and watch any match on either Extreme Rules or on Monday Night Raw, and do a comparison yourself then in the comments let me know what you saw in the comparison because I know what I saw and from what I saw is why I'm doing this podcast I am absolutely worried on the decision making that is happening in the WWE I definitely do not want to see anything happen to them they need to up their game and I'm hoping and praying that in Paul Heyman's hands and Eric Bischoff's hands they're able to give us a quality, amazing wrestling event that, that we're that we're accustomed to, that we're used to, the way of the days of old used to be. And it can either compete or stay on par with what AEW is doing. So congratulations, AEW, you really have set the bar. And uh, not to steal lines, but WWE was the bar. Now AEW is the bar. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed my podcast, and uh, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, the Real Nerf Joker on Instagram, and on Facebook, Corpus Joker Facebook. Please put your comments anywhere in there. I like to talk about this topic more often. Otherwise, thanks for riding the waves with J Waves.